This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Starting with some football news. It's June 16th, but we have some headlines to talk about. Who's holding out? Who's fitting in? As training camps begin in the NFL, then it's 720. Daily baseball bets. We've got a full slate in MLB today. Our best looks at 720. And then at 740, it's back to the West Coast. Is there any value on live betting the U.S. Open? Jenks, as we start to frame some of these NFL stories, I was mm-hmm. just thinking to myself, one of the tenets of sports betting is to see a big name or a big name team and see past the brand name on the front of the jersey or on the back yes. of the jersey and say, is this brand worth what we are asked to pay for it. And I think that's the question that surrounds guys like Odell Beckham Jr. We've gone back and forth on what we think his his value is because I remember when he went to the LA Rams, both of us were a little skeptical and uh, saying, hey, this is a guy that was a big name. Mm-hmm. We know he is basically a celebrity in the world of football because not only does he have the circus catches, we all know the one-handed mm-hmm. gra- grab that's absolutely iconic, but also he does some off-field things that kind of puts mm-hmm. him in the headlines. So is he worth the price that you're paying for the big name? But we were also coming around to the end of his tenure with the LA Rams to where we were putting bets on him in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And that's a bet that I am still bitter about because he had an incredible first half. And then oh, we had it. Oh, so where do you stand on Odell Beckham Jr.? As a player, because for me, it's tough when you've been burned by your take before you don't want to be burned again. I was thinking about this yesterday. I think Odell Beckham Jr. is frankly vastly overrated and he gets a lot of credit because of his name and because of what he did early in his career. Now, make no mistake. He was exceptional for the Rams in the second half of the season. There's no question about that. He was a big reason why. They made the Super Bowl, scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, but he also was working with Cooper Cup and Sean McVay and Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford was having an incredible year. If you look at the totality of his career, Chelsea, he hasn't made the Pro Bowl since 2016. The most success he had in his career was when he was with the Giants. He made those circus catches. He made a name for himself. And since then, he bounced around, went to Cleveland, was banged up, went to the Rams for half a season, had a good half a season, didn't play at all last year. So when you hear the name and you think about his personality and how dynamic he is, you think, oh, he's such a great receiver. He's a good receiver. But we haven't seen Odell Beckham Jr. have an incredible pro bowl, above average, full season in 
years, years. So he got a little cachet with that Super Bowl win. But outside of that, I feel like Odell Beckham Jr. has been around forever. He's only 30, but he is living off name and reputation, at least for me. Exactly. I think you have to temper your expectations when, number mm -hmm. one, you're talking about a receiver that's getting older, that missed an entire year of football. Like, you don't just snap back into football shape. We yeah. talk about this a lot for players who are coming off injuries where you can look great and you can be cut up. You can do the weights training. You can work really hard in, in the, the weight room. But still, football shape is another thing entirely. But also, it depends on the situation that you're thrown into like you were saying uh looking at obj on the rams he was not the number one guy he was not getting the bulk of attention mm -hmm. when it came to the defenses so i think that's where you have to frame your expectations is what is his role on the ravens what is he expected to do and how much of this is just living on name alone so we'll see it's not going to talk me off from playing like a very specific bet on obj but as far as saying okay the ravens signed obj now they're going to win the division i'm going to pump the brakes on things like that but the reason we're talking about obj uh is because he had some words for his new team and some words for the people who are wondering how his body is holding up i feel good it's, it feels good to be able to get out of bed and not feel um you know pain it feels good to feel like if i need to take off running right now i could take off running you know it, it um it's been a, a long journey this time around, um, and it was its own process. So I just had to take that for what it was. Well, that sounds like Tiger Woods, you know, after he, like, broke his back, you know. It's nice to get out of bed and not feel <laughs> pain. That's not really the high-end quote that you'd come to expect from somebody like Odell Beckham Jr. If you're wondering, if you forgot, Odell Beckham Jr. joined the Ravens on a one-year $15 million contract that could be worth as much as $18 million with incentives. I think that's the right way to go is offer mm -hmm. the veterans a ton yeah. of incentives. So that way, most of your money, if they're not producing, you don't have to pay them. So were you surprised about uh, the connotation that he kind of provided here with his health? Because he said he was okay but he wasn't over the moon about it. In a season where we hear all these players saying, I'm in the best shape of my life, <laughs> right. this was pretty muted. Yeah, especially for OBJ. So it was a little surprising to me. Maybe maybe he was just tired. Maybe he had been working out. Maybe he didn't want to overstate it. Maybe he wanted to set the bar lower. The whole concept of you under-promise and over-deliver. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You probably didn't think about that. But you, you, you say, hey... I'm doing okay, and and that way you you temper expectations. It doesn't seem like him, but also when you miss a full season with an injury, then maybe this recovery at 30 is taking longer than he anticipated. It's possible. Exactly. Exactly. I think the older you get, the harder it is to recover from injuries, and that's not like my opinion. I feel like that's just a fact. Oh, it's uh, true. And nothing to do with Odell Beckham Jr. as a person. I think it's you could apply that to any players. Well, the roller coaster of emotions continue for Chargers fans because at one point you think to yourself, oh, Austin Eckler's back. Great. That was a big sigh of relief for those guys. But now you're seeing the headlines that your quarterback could be staging a hold-in? Oh, no. You can't be without Justin Herbert, especially when you're starting a new offense under new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. 
But this is a possibility. Uh, as Justin Herbert is waiting for a long-term deal with the Chargers, this is what he said about a sit-in and uh, what it would mean for his team. You know, that put you quite into the deficit. Um, you know, I think that we've done a great job so far of picking up the offense and, and doing exactly what Kellen's asked for us. Um, but when it, comes to, when it comes time to camp, um, you know, the role of the quarterback is to be out there for his team and, and to do everything he can to, to put that team in a position to win. And I understand that responsibility. Um, so it's something that you'll address when the time comes. But uh, I guess we'll see. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I guess we'll see. You had me in the first half, Justin, to where he's saying, yeah, the quarterback absolutely needs to be there, but he did not unequivocally rule it out. Is that what you took away from this? Yes. I, I, I think, though, knowing, I was going to say knowing Justin Herbert, like he's my next door neighbor. <laughs> knowing Justin the <laughs> way that Justin. I do. You know, I was texting with him the other day and just knowing his personality, having been acquainted with him for so many years. I don't know Justin Herbert, but I, I think, he doesn't appear to me, I could be wrong, he doesn't come across to me as someone who would hold out. I, I, I think he's he's predicted, I was looking at one article, and he's predicted to sign somewhere in the, in the realm of a six-year, $295 million contract with $135 million fully guaranteed. He's going to get paid, but I also think that particularly when you're talking about a guy who is learning a new offense, when he has offensive talent, that's the thing with the Chargers is that it's all there. They're just always injured. They're never at full strength. At least they weren't last year. One of those guys or all of those guys were banged up playing and just not, not able to be effective because they all couldn't get on the same page health-wise. If that happens this year, Who's to say that he won't be able to up his value even more? He's going to get paid regardless. I think at the end of the day, he's going to play. He's not going to sit out. He knows he has the talent on that offense to maybe surprise some people out in the West. And they're second to win the West right now at plus 325, right behind the Chiefs at minus 160. But I, I think he ends up playing no matter what. I think so, too. This feels like something that his agent made him do. Correct? Like, yeah. if you're the agent, you're saying, hey – even if you're not going to sit out by any means, you got to at least put the offer on the table or the possibility on the table so we can at least negotiate for you. Because at this point, the era that the NFL is in, it's not even like a football guy move to say like, hey, I'm not sitting out. It doesn't even seem that smart business-wise. Like you've got to remember there's hundreds of millions of dollars at stake. So I feel like this is a negotiation tactic for Justin Herbert. I, I think you're probably right. And you, you make a good point in the 
any idea that a lot of this is agent driven because there's always an angle, mm -hmm. right? Some of this stuff is very curated, very planned where, hey, the next time you're interviewed, let's say this and maybe put a seed of doubt. We'll be a professional about it. We'll present a good public face here. But ultimately, our goal is to shift the perception of the team. That wouldn't surprise me at all. No, me neither. Uh, uh, when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins says he will worry about his contract in March. Yes, I would say it's good to be back and working, but um, we're wrapping up now. So um, it's been a great two months, a lot of work, a lot of things get covered in the meeting room. Um, I think it's very important during this time just to be spending time with teammates. I think that's one of the values, the valuable things you can draw from this time is just to um, be around each other and get to know each other better. You know, it's been a good two months, and we're looking forward to this summer break and then being ready to go for camp and then from there keep building. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll probably talk about the contract next March, and until then just focus on this season and the job to do right now. This feels like a different scenario than Justin Herbert mm -hmm. because if you look at Kirk Cousins, his contract is set to expire in March of 2024, but I don't think he has the leverage that somebody like Justin Herbert has. I don't know why I can't listen to Kirk Cousins without laughing. He's just so goofy. I don't know what it is about him. But how he's much leverage do you think he has? Yeah, like he's an oddball a little bit. Uh, just feels like he's always making like dad jokes. That seems to be his personality to me. But what do you think the Vikings do with Kirk Cousins? I feel like he's one of those quarterbacks that – Mm -hmm. When you count him out, he's actually good. But when you depend on him to be good at, at the end of games, that's mm -hmm. when he falls especially flat. So I think these type of quarterbacks are the hardest to make a decision on. You got to let him go. You got to start over. Kirk Cousins has kept the Vikings in purgatory forever. Not in heaven, but not in hell. Just right there in the middle. Because yeah. he'll win games, right? He'll win games. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's going to put up great stats. He's a four-time pro bowler. He is an above average quarterback. The problem is he has hit the ceiling. So what will happen is during a primetime game or the playoffs, and guess what? He's leaning towards hell because then he starts to struggle. He's one in three as a starter in the playoffs with that lone win coming in 2019. He is a regular season star, but when, when it's on the line, when games are important in in prime time, under the lights, in the postseason, he fades. He's done this his entire career. And he's such an oddball. Wasn't he wearing plexiglass around his face during COVID so he wouldn't give people or he wouldn't spread any sort of germs? He's such a weirdo. Regardless, he's a guy who he's going to get you nine wins, eight wins, maybe 10 wins. No more than that. So he does enough to keep his job, but he never does enough to elevate the team. So if I'm Minnesota, I understand that he's done a very good job, but I would move forward. But here's the biggest question. If you let Kirk Cousins go, who are you going to get to replace him? This is the million-dollar question in the NFL for teams who are considering letting their veteran quarterback go because, yeah. like you said, he's a pretty solid quarterback. Mm -hmm. Like, unless you have dreams of the Super Bowl, which, you know, one would think that the Vikings would like to be in that category. But you look at the numbers. Like, his agent or whoever is negotiating this deal has some pretty good ammo to work with. In 2021, 33 touchdowns to just seven interceptions. Last year kind of fell back down to earth a little bit. 29 touchdowns, mm -hmm. 
14 interceptions and a quarterback rating of 92. But that's the thing. Like you're rolling the dice so much with these rookie quarterbacks that it makes the decision even tougher. It comes down to how much you're going to pay him. If I, I agree with you, if you can mm-hmm. get Kirk Cousins at a a decent price where it's not going to kill your cap number and you can keep him there and maybe you bring in a younger guy, perfect, do that. But if he's looking for money, he's already made $140 million in his career. If he's looking to get paid again and it's too much, then you have to move forward. Exactly. Everything's based on the price. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.